Information overload is a fake problem. Written by Scott Young, January 2020. The internet, reachable by Google, has over a million terabytes of data. Every minute, 300 hours of new video is added to YouTube. In the time it took to listen to me say this sentence, at least 10,000 new tweets have appeared on Twitter. We're drowning in information, so it's only natural to feel overwhelmed, right? I was asked about this in a recent podcast. How can you deal with information overload? And on the surface, it seems like a completely reasonable question. There is so much to read, watch, and respond to that it can feel a bit overwhelming. However, I think the explosion of data hasn't really changed much how we ought to stay informed. Most things aren't worth reading. Of those that are, there's an enormous amount of redundancy built in. The amount of truly original ideas worth learning is much, much smaller than statistics like I quoted above would lead you to believe. On the relative paucity of good ideas. If ideas, as opposed to mere information, were truly exploding, we should be able to test this. Pick a few dozen important ideas and then ask when those ideas were first shared or discovered. If knowledge is growing exponentially, the majority of these should have been discovered in the last few decades. Yet, if you actually go through this exercise, it's striking just how old most of the important ideas are. Quantum mechanics, that revolutionary physics that still baffles most of us, 100 years old. DNA, the molecular secret of all life, discovered over 40 years ago. The idea of artificial intelligence, something cutting edge right now, well, Alan Turing spoke about it in nearly the same breadth as he did in inventing the universal computer. Even the cutting-edge deep learning strategies are largely based on algorithms that are decades older, but which the technology wasn't quite fast enough to make powerful for until recently. So what ideas of the last decade or two will stand out as being truly worth learning in another hundred years? Blockchain? Quantum computing? CRISPR? Exciting developments to be sure, but the list is far, far smaller than the explosion in the internet makes it first appear. If anything, the rate of genuinely good new ideas worth learning may actually be slowing down, the opposite of what information overload suggests. If good ideas are rare, why is the internet so big? To be fair, the number of good ideas worth learning is still large enough that few can reasonably manage to understand more than the general outline of most of them in their lifetimes. However, this was also true 50 years ago, well before the idea of information overload had become popular. So if the explosion of stuff on the internet isn't matched to an explosion in good ideas, then what's all the stuff? A cynical answer is to say that it's all noise, that nothing worth knowing appears online and we should all go back to reading the classics. Now, my own response is simply that for every good idea, there are many, 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 many different ways of expressing it. This includes this very article that I'm reading right now. My own little take on some of the more fundamental facts around us. Different expressions of ideas can be useful, but they also include considerable redundancy. As someone who is responsible for his fair share of redundant stuff online, I'm happy that we live in a world where there are many different ways to teach and express fundamental ideas. I'm happy that they can be reassembled and debated in so many different ways to allow interesting conversations. But this prevalence of content isn't the same as an overload of new ideas. What's the real problem? 
Well, I think the real problem with information available is that most people aren't really deeply interested in learning the important ideas. For them, information represents entertainment, distraction, gossip, or that kind of intellectual fashion. Knowing the deep and useful things isn't high on their list. The inverse of that, however, is that if you are really interested in understanding the world, the deluge of redundant manifestations of those ideas is super helpful, not a problem. If you don't understand an idea in one way, you can read about it from a hundred different perspectives, one of which will likely click with you. So how do you know which ideas are truly important? This is also largely a fake problem. The important ideas are the ones that keep showing up again and again, allowing you to understand other things you're learning and doing. Ideas are important because of their frequency and utility. An idea that keeps being referenced when you're learning something else is one worth learning on its own. Similarly, if understanding an idea is necessary to do or learn something else, it matters more. When I was doing the MIT challenge, for instance, I think the Fourier transform was introduced and explained separately in at least four to five different classes. So that was a pretty big sign that it was important. Similarly, if you pick a less academic topic, such as self-improvement, the terms habits, goals, and motivation are going to show up again and again and again. Best to understand these deeply if you want to make progress. Cherish good ideas. If you start reading more, with the intention of really learning deep and useful things, it becomes obvious how rare good ideas actually are. I've written about many, but I'm quite confident I've never actually generated one myself. Seen from this lens, the problem is not information overload, but idea scarcity. When you find something truly deep and useful, explore and savor it fully, even if it requires a little more work at first. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott H. Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Overcast, and most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website, scotthyoung.com. Thank you.